Laughing and pointing and putting us down. If they think we're ugly, they should look in a mirror. I mean, this song is fucking fire, dude. I think it's very good. Like the the nope. hook, the nope. fucking chorus, man. If your teacher says you're bad and sent you to the principal, you can be a garbage bag kid. I mean, that's exactly what I wanted to hear when I was a little kid and I was sent to the principal. I could be a garbage pill kid. Why would you want to be a garbage pill? Why would you not want to be a garbage pill kid? What's wrong kid? with you? Why would you not? I don't think I have to answer that. <laughs> Why would I not? Everything for every possible reason. Why would you not? Uh, oh, welcome to the Pot Charles Cinecast! Presented by the Prince Charles Cinema and Patreon. Dun, 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 dun. Patreon. Patreon. And I'm here with uh oh this is <laughs> this is your host John the Foster. I forgot to say that part. This is your host John <laughs> the Foster, and I'm here with my uh garbage pill boy, Phil. See now you're a garbage pill kid. What are you gonna do about it, Phil? Murder suicide. Murder suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's kind of how I feel right uh, now. We've recorded a couple things in a row um, before recording this episode, and I'm just like, "Yeah, that's what the bad you were idea." Like, hey, we Fried. save it for the end. And we'll like be all worked up and stuff, and now I'm just kind of like, "God damn, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired." I was going to go through <laughs> one of the most grueling things that we're going to talk about probably this whole entire year. Nah. Well, maybe. Uh, I mean, get it out the way yeah. early, right? Yeah, true. It's only March. I was going to yeah. say. But we did do the Ewok films, but that that was technically last year. So, um, yeah, sure, yeah, I'm <laughs> fine. I'm super happy to be here. <laughs> Phil, what's going on, man? Every time you're you're showing up on this Patreon thing, um, what what why was it that you said to me? Do you think <laughs> what was it you said to me the other day? Oh, why every <laughs> every time I'm on the Patreon, I'm talking about a film. That it's just little people running around in animatronic suits. Yeah. And I don't know why that's become a thing. And I don't like that's become a thing. Dude. I've seen more than I am care to, you know, imagine. I'm with you on that, dude. But uh, I will have to say that um, whose idea was it to do uh, Howard the Duck on Valentine's Day? It was not my idea. That was that came out of your mouth. It, so. <laughs> <laughs> fair yeah. enough but the other three mm. were not so i think that's very fair three. Oh yeah we did two yeah fuck. two two ewok two and one episode uh, two ewok yeah yeah we'll get yours well okay the other two were not my <laughs> yeah, <you're kidding> <laughs> how do we make him watch these movies what can we do how do we get back at people do we just like not do the episode is that what we do right we just like take the money and run. We take that money. Yeah. We take the money and then we like donate it to like, like uh, the Proud Boy or something. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something really nice, and I was just like, "Fuck! You're gonna make me feel bad about uh, not having donated." <laughs> no, any that's of this the money. point. But now I'm like. But then it wouldn't be getting yeah. back at them oh. if it was something nice. They'd be like, "Yes, I'm giving to charity." If we give it to people <laughs> who really don't deserve it, then they'll fucking think twice about making me watch the Garbage Pail movie. God, you went you went to the bottom of the barrel with that as well. Fucking hell. Phil. I went to the bottom of the trash can. Yeah, this is... 
<laughs> this is what this has done to you. <laughs> I want to do this. And there was some green fucking ooze. This this was like this is. I'm not. I'm not gonna say. This is the tip. You know the people say the straw that broke the camel back. This is it. You're listening to it to me now. This was it. This was the. Yeah. This was the thing that pushed me over the edge. Yeah, you've been tweaking out for like the last few days. Uh, anytime I've talked to you, you've been a little bit short with me and um, very angry. <laughs> and uh, and I don't even mean it like everyone's short with me. I mean, because I'm fucking tall as shit. But uh, I mean, in yeah, sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a low blow, literally. Low blow. This whole episode's a low it's blow. It's always a low blow with you, bro. <laughs> yeah. This movie was a low blow to everyone involved and everyone who ever had to watch it. Well, I need to get myself in the mood, Phil, and I um, I heard you say green slime. And uh, I know normally on Patreon, we don't really do the whole like uh, snack time thing, but I'm calling like a special snack time for this episode. Okay. I don't know if you okay, have well, anything. I don't. I don't have you, one. Yeah, no. it's fine. But I, I think you know. I, I have something that's in the spirit of this, and it's for both of us, and it's going to get me into it. So I have my own, in honor of the Garbage Pell Kids, <laughs> Green Ooze. Ew. That has what had a that? nice separation on the bottom, uh, which I think is lime juice down at the bottom. Yeah, that's like a, separate it, which is kind of gross looking. That's a different but, color, bro. Uh, <laughs> No, this is a, a, sh- a nice... It looks like spinach and a kale. healthy shake. It's spinach. We've got kiwi. We've got, like... I think there was, like, four kiwis in this thing. We got a whole <laughs> Granny Smith apple. We've got some lime juice and... Uh, blended together. All blended together Ooh. with an ice cube and water. Ooh. And I'm going to try it. And uh, I hope it's good because I made it, like, ages ago. And we've been recording for two hours now before <laughs> we even got to this episode. Yeah. All right. Still really good. Uh, so it kind of went back in my throat. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, I feel like I'm gonna, going down rough. I'm gonna turn going, turn into a garbage pill. <laughs> For the rest of the episode, I'm just gonna talk like this is my own garbage pill. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Uh, actually, it's really good. Yeah. So I made this special garbage pill. <laughs> Goo. It's killing me. Um. All right. Now that we're in the mood. Oh, I'm so less in the mood now. Oh my god, I feel like I'm dying. Oh. <laughs> you know, I think that's supposed to do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, we're over here on Patreon recording this special episode requested by Good Big Old Boss. Will done. Give him a hand. Will done. Phil's refusing to clap. I think he's not allowed to request anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's not allowed anymore. <laughs> I, I think we have to, you know, cut, cut, him, off. cut him off. Cut him off. If you can't yeah. play nicely, then you don't deserve to play at all. Um, <laughs> you cut off. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to request an episode for us to do, become a good bagel boss over at patreon.com forward slash the PCC podcast. As we say, normally every episode, if I remember, head over to patreon.com forward slash the PCC podcast. You get these bonus episodes. I'm saying this because I might post this into the main timeline as well as a bonus little special episode Mm -hmm. eventually. Yeah. So for $5 more a month, we give you bonus episodes. So sometimes it'll be two episodes this month. It seems like it's going to be three because we're doing this. But if you set your tier to $25 a month by becoming a good bagel boss, 
for only one month. You only need to do this once, and then you can set yourself back to whatever tier you want to be. We'll cover whatever film you want us to do. It's going really we well. Sh- we should really <laughs> rethink this. Um, so our boy Will over here, he's a two-time yeah. good bagel boss, and he's clearly a sadist because he was back with another doozy <laughs> of a film that he wants us to cover. Last time, Will made us watch uh, the Star Wars Ewok specials, these dumbass TV specials. Which we, I opened up. Yeah, you opened up Pandora's box. Yeah, that would, I'll take that. Yeah. Take. Will did the Star Wars Ewok specials. There's two of those films, and he asked us to cover those films. And I think he still owes us another 25 pounds or $25 for covering the two (laughs) films. So basically, Will... Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to say that we're not doing this for you like we said we would. It was all, we're just messing with you. Sorry. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Thank you yeah, for tuning so in. Thanks for coming uh, out to Patreon. <laughs> Join us next yeah. time. No. Okay. So, yeah, for all, uh, Will came a good bagel boss again. And uh, again and you you pushed it you i feel like you you he called your bluff bro yeah and now we're here yeah so phil <laughs> will could have gone will, either, will is way, clearly a sadist he's uh asked us to watch one of the worst films of all time this time so phil <clears throat> what film did our good pal will done over in patreon choose for us to <sighs> talk about today <laughs> <laughs> Garbage Hail Kid The Movie Once upon a time, or was it more recently, there was a young boy named Dodger. <laughs> He was the sort of child who was always left out of things. Each day after school, Dodger works in a junk shop owned by the mysterious Captain Mancini. Which is broth and vampire's brew. Make these clothes as good as new. Dodger has never had a family or a friend he could call his own. Until now. What's that? He came out to help us. Meet the garbage pail kid. Starring Nat Nerd. Windy Winston. Messy Tessie. Give him a chance, Tangerine. You'll like it. Ali Gator. Valerie Vomit. Lisa Gregg. I'm gonna get fired for this. Foul Phil. Nice and a The Garbage Pail Kids movie. They may not be pretty, but boy, they make great friends. Starring Anthony Newley and Mackenzie Aston. The Garbage Pail Kids movie. Seven disgusting kids, but nevertheless of interesting personality, are being made of the green mud coming out of garbage can. 
Once alive, their master gives them <laughs> rules to obey, although they think that life is funnier without following stupid regulations like no television or no candy. Naturally, this will cause some conflicts. What? <laughs> what? Uh, that doesn't sound right. Let's try this one. <laughs> let's try this one. Yeah. This sounds so fucking wrong. Uh, all right, let's try this one. Urchins. Urchins. I love anytime someone calls something an urchin. Wendy Winston, <laughs> Foul Phil, and Messy Tessie help a shopkeeper's Anthony Newley help her. Mackenzie Aston, uh, shopkeep, help a shopkeeper's helper is really funny to me for some reason. <laughs> official, of, official job title, shopkeeper helper. <laughs> a help a shopkeeper's helper woo a fashion designer played by Katie Barberi. That's it. Fuck this movie already, Tangerine. dude. This is, that's, that's all, that's all. That was that's it. it. Uh, all right. They couldn't. Couldn't be bothered to write a fucking synopsis. There's no good synopsis for this, and we have to do fucking everything. So I, I wrote one myself. I'm going above and beyond. I'm earning my Thank twenty-five dollars for this episode. Uh, Will. <laughs> Will. All right. After. <laughs> <laughs> Will. Will. After getting into. All right. Here we go. This one should go. Update your records, Google and fucking Letterbox. The the first one was from Letterbox. People take that so seriously, like it's some great fucking site and stuff where they can leave all their stupid opinions on about movies. Um, we just have a podcast, and <laughs> and, uh, and this is uh, seven disgusting kids, but nevertheless are interesting. Of nevertheless, of interesting personality are being made of green mud coming out of garbage can. Like what? That doesn't even make sense. Uh, <laughs> That's like on the back of like a knockoff Polish DVD. Version, <laughs> yeah. Someone just took that. Yeah. But the only, that's the only person who ever bothered yeah. to put it on that box. It's like, that's how much people actually give a shit about this film. Uh, all right. So after getting into a fight with bullies, 14 year old Dodger played by Mackenzie Aston accidentally unleashes seven disgusting kids from a garbage pill in Captain Manzini, Anthony Newley's antique shop. Utilizing their surprising skills in fashion design, Dodger enlists the help of the Garbage Pell kids to impress the girl of his dreams, wannabe fashionista Tangerine, played by Katie Babari. But can Dodger and Captain Manzini keep a lid on the unruly Garbage Pell kids before they get discovered and sent to the state home for the ugly? Which is just a prison where people deemed too ugly for society are brought and executed. What? Uh... Me, right? Lol. Me? Me? That's where I'd go. Me? Lol. Sorry, that's not much better, but at least I tried. Joke. I had to keep the lid on that's, the unruly dude, garbage that was mm. way, way better. Bad. That was beautiful. That actually thumbed, thumbed up, the, up movie. the movie. You know what I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, you know what you're yeah. watching with that, at least. The other one, they're like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> that, was, that was perfect. You gave it more, you made it sound like a real movie, which is more than I can pay for the actual <laughs> it's the 1987 live action film adaptation of the once super popular trading card game series of the same name co-written produced and directed by tommy wise i mean sorry rod amato <laughs> it's not tommy wiseo it's rod amato uh hot takes out the gate phil we have not really actually talked to each other i'm assuming we both have the same opinion of it probably you more so than me 
Uh, how are you sitting on garbage pill kids? I'm reading the room though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one, one of, if not the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I've hated this phone. Did you? With every fiber of my being. I'll look. I make notes sometimes when we watch movies, so I remember stuff to say. And I wrote one thing <laughs> during this movie. Sometimes that's a good sign. Sometimes that's a bad sign. And I wrote, this is a good case to just stop making movies altogether. <laughs> if this is as bad as it can get, then it's not worth the risk. If we and the people can make something and like reprehensible at the Garbage Pail Kid movie, then maybe it's not worth it. Yeah. That it it destroyed my faith in art and commerce and I've, I'm an easy audience. I am I like to think I'm critical, but I'd probably you know I like a lot of shit. <laughs> and we've talked about we've talked about things recently that are very very clear cash grabs that I still like non ironically enjoy. Patreon. Of being the obvious one, mm-hmm. I yeah I'm I'm I am not fond of this movie. Um, I'm trying to be calm <laughs> because I'm annoyed I had to sit and watch it, and I was trying to give attention to it. I didn't want to just like do something else while it was on. I watched yeah. it, I sat and I watched it, and I hated myself for watching it. <laughs> and I know I've said that before. I've said that. I think with every Patreon movie, but this is a new rock bottom for me. It was bad, to, to say the least. What did Do you, you think, think? This is worse than than the Ewok films. Yeah, like because for me, I think those are way yeah. worse. Legit, <laughs> those were way worse than this. No, I, th- I and just, I think that's a bias. I just didn't definitely a yeah, bias. I just thing. didn't have fun with the Ewok films. Really, I felt like it was more of a chore. Um, whereas this, like, it's not good. And I like found myself just like, oh my god, what the fuck is this? Like, why was this made? Uh, there's <laughs> elements. Why would it those made? elements as we we get into this film and unpack bits and pieces of it, where I'm just kind of like, holy shit, is that like why? Like why? Why are the like why <laughs> is Wendy Winston sort of looking like he's supposed to be black, but it's actually blackface? Like he looks sort of like he's wearing blackface. It's kind of like weird. <laughs> it should it should be okay because yeah. it's just a it's a costume yeah. and it's black, but it does look like black. <laughs> yeah. They all look offensive. Yeah, somehow, but they're absolutely disgusting. I will say that not not that I think this film is good. But I actually kind of had a little bit of fun watching it. It was kind of funny watching it. Like, more fun than I had watching the Ewok films. Where Julia sort of sat and did something when I was watching the Ewok films. And it was kind of embarrassing that she was there. Because it was just really fucking bad. (laughs) Whereas she was sitting like behind me while I'm watching, watching the film on the screen here in front of me. And she was sort of playing like chess on her phone and kind of watching it. And we were both kind of watching it and it was just like, it was kind of funny. And I don't, it's funny. Like, I don't think this is it's the worst film I've ever seen. And there's a lot of films that I think people 
really like a lot that I think are actually worse than this film. Wow. Like films that like people put far more work into as well. That actually the final product is just not as like fun to watch. Like a film like Mm. Avatar, like uh, think about how much work was put into that, but it feels so like it feels just as shitty and soulless as this fucking movie. And I'm just like, I don't at least I like had fun watching this one. Whereas I didn't have fun watching Avatar. I never want to see it again. It's a horrible movie. So (laughs) I don't even like Avatar, but I can't believe you went that far. Yeah. And I mean, I think that that's pretty fair, but you should have fun when you're watching a movie. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah, I, I wish I could say I did. I didn't have fun with this. Yeah. And I feel like the Ewoks only... It's just because you like Star Wars more? Exactly. Exactly. It's completely biased. They're not technically better movies, but I have some sort of connection to them. Yeah. Um, They're both cash And Howard the Duck, I had... uh... They are. (laughs) Too big franchise. And Howard the Duck, I had fun for like half of it. And then I've trailed off. Um, And this, like, right away, I knew I wouldn't like it. Yeah. Howard the Duck was a weird one. I had less fun watching Howard the Duck than I had watching this one for some reason. Really? That just played like a B movie, you know? Yeah. It played like a, a horror B movie. So yeah. it's not already, I feel like you're not taking it seriously. Yeah. And you can or you can quickly start to laugh. Students, they fucking, these like 40 year old guys dressed as teenagers beat up fucking awful dodger or whatever <laughs> yeah. he's like 14 yeah. you're like and he you know and they're so it's so 80 and the yeah. dialogue is so bad and the acting is so stiff right away you're like i know what this is yeah yeah you're like this is yeah. like watching an old van damme movie or watching an old like zombie movie it's like it's that headspace yeah definitely. Where at least the other one try to take them seriously that makes sense yeah i mean i don't know I don't know if they were trying to take themselves seriously with like fucking those Ewok films or with uh, definitely that with what you call it uh, Howard, Howard the, the Duck. Duck. I mean, good God, Howard the Duck though. Like, I was having a lot of fun early on, and then like like you said, halfway through the film, it just kind of gets like so repetitive and boring. Mm. I'm not saying they didn't do that with this film as well, like because this film, yeah, it's not very long, but there was there was certain things I would have cut out. They kept sort of. Like nothing happens in this movie. Yeah, that's the thing because nothing really happens. Like three things happen. They keep hamming up like uh, the stupid shit with like the garbage pail kids, sort of like you know getting revenge on the stupid bullies and stuff. And it's just like dumb. I think the things that I really thought was fun though about this film was just how fucking bad it was made. That was kind of funny. Like, and it made it funnier. Like you could clearly see like the little people's skin and stuff like uh coming out from underneath i mean the them. mouth don't even move <laughs> yeah you know it's, it's so badly like done yeah you can see like yeah there's no attempt there's no attempt to, to cover up like alligators like arm hiding underneath Fucking... like the green glove that he's got on or his neck like and he clearly can't see yeah. dick in that costume and it's really funny and it's just like them stumbling around it's nonsense <laughs> why is one of them why is one of them an alligator as well where are they from <laughs> like, they're from space are they they're though from space. Like, we, we figured that out that's the first shot of the movie yeah but the garbage pail it doesn't rolling through space yeah you don't but see it, it land but you know you don't it see somehow it ends up in the 
you antique just, shop. I don't know, like, because there's plenty of films that do clever fucking intros with dumb things that don't really have anything to do with the film that are just kind of like, like for me, it's a garbage float floating with earth rotating in the background while credits come up. Do I, am I supposed to believe that they're actually from space or it's just them doing a clever intro to a dumbass movie? Cause they don't explain where they're, they're from. from space. They don't really explain why they're in the trash can or anything. They're just like hiding in the trash can because this guy's just magic. saving them from being sent to some stupid ass home. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this movie's pretty terrible. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, it was it was offensive on a physical level. Yeah, just I'll get that out there. I I can't yeah. wait to to like hear people get mad at me for shitting on Avatar and saying this was better than that. And I'm not even doing that to be like that was literally a hot take. They're the that's, same ballpark. That's a hot take for me. That's a hot take. I'm, and I'm not like doing that just to be edgy or anything because I don't like doing that. I don't think that's funny. I just, I do, like, I actually kind no. of enjoyed this and I, I feel like not enough people give, I mean, people give Avatar a hard time, but like, there's like, some people take the top films of all time a little too seriously sometimes and it's just like, yeah, like there's films on Avatar that Avatar is list. getting four sequels. You know, no, it's and not. Garbage Pail Kid isn't even getting one. It's getting nothing. Avatar, those films will never come out. <laughs> They're coming out. I'm He's been saying you. it for you fucking are. 15 years now. Uh, <laughs> like, we're going to be Holy in 2025. It almost has been that long. Yeah. We're going to be like 2025 and like still not seeing a sequel. Fuck off. I don't care. Uh, no one wants to see it anyway. The fucking Navi is stupid. Those films are stupid. Stupid! Like the movie's dumb. I would rather see more garbage pail kids and do them well. Yeah, why not? It's Navi. kind of funny. At least a weird idea. I don't give a shit about the Navi's. They're just like dancing with wolves, like just in space. Who cares? Dancing with Smurfs. <laughs> Dances with Smurfs. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. I don't care. I'm sitting here looking at the like IMDb top 100, and I'm just trying to think like. Like there's films looking for garbage pail. There's, there's no garbage pail. <laughs> it's not in the bottom somehow. We were talking about that in the last episode we recorded. It's, it's in not the middle. in the bottom 100 somehow. Somehow, that film. Yeah, I would put it in the bottom. But, you know, yeah. sorry. I think people just stop no, taking no. films so seriously. Who cares? Who cares? Have yeah, fun. I mean, Watch it's hard to shit on a movie that's literally it's a cash in on a fucking trading card game. <laughs> trading like, cards. Like, I, I want you to. Yeah. I want, you know what I mean? Like, I want you to give me the history because I don't know. I I I vaguely know knew what the garbage <laughs> bell kid were, and I know they're like a fucking backward parody of Cabbage Patch Kid. And I looked at the card. Yeah, I actually really like the cards. Cards they're actually are cool. really funny. Yeah, and they're cool. And I understand the gimmick. Like, I probably would have been into that as a kid. You know, I'd enter like Toxic Magazine, and you know, it'd come with slime and shit. You know, you like gross out shit when you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And but like the biggest difference is that they all the cards are different. They're mm. you know they're distinct characters and personalities and powers or whatever. And in a the movie, they're just a bunch of really ugly, distorted <laughs> versions of the thing yeah. that I don't like looking at. And they sing. They have they have a musical <laughs> number in them. And I, it's one of the few things I sent you a message about. Yeah. About like, like, cause you know, in the back of my mind, what the, what could make this movie worse? 
if it was a musical. And lo and behold, it fucking became a musical. <laughs> Only briefly, to be fair. Yeah. Only we'll briefly, but music. I was like, what the fuck is this? It's not like, yeah. was there a show? Was there any blueprint for <laughs> making this? Like, I could totally imagine this as a kid's cartoon. Yeah. But not this. Not. Just not this. <laughs> <laughs> you also sent me another message that said, oh, there's a, a kids in a trench coat gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. We did it. So for it that, came back. Uh, for that, dude, like, useless. it's uh, perfect. A perfect movie. Uh, <laughs> for that alone. How did, how did that work with Alligator, though? Yeah. He had a giant nose. Everyone else I can get. You're like, that's a weird looking kid. Like like the kid with the the acne and the cape. Yeah. Whatever kid that is. He looks like, you know, nerd. just like he looks like a kid who yeah. yeah the, oh, Nat Nerd. He looked like a kid who, you know, who just had a beef tongue and he's like really allergic. Yeah. That's what he looked like. You could get away with it. But the other one, totally. one of them blackface. Even in the 80s, someone would have said something. Yeah. The, the, to be fair, uh, Messy Tessie. No, not Messy Tessie. Uh, what was her name? Vomit? Vomit, vomit Valerie? Vomit Valerie. Valerie she Vomit. Lo- she kind of looks like, yeah. uh, Valerie Vomit kind of looks like blackface as well, to be honest. So... Yeah. Let's just say they're all in blackface. Yeah. All right. So you want to know how how this movie got made, uh, or the, just the weirdness behind it? I, to be honest, it was Please. kind of a hard one. Don't know. It was kind of a hard <laughs> one to like find information for. Uh, in the in the usual sort of areas, the good thing is that it's a weird movie that people have written a lot about. So there were a few articles. Uh, notably, there was an article written. On Flickering Myth by our good pal Luke Owen, who is also a part of uh, WrestleTalk. So I utilized Luke Owen's uh, article. I utilized a couple of other articles I found of people who had uh, interviews with some of the cast members and stuff that I could kind of piece together kind of what went on. But it seems kind of weird, like even the people who were behind the Garbage Pell Kids trading cards kind of didn't really know what was going on when this movie was being made. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. The Garbage Pell Kids, they were the brainchild of Topps Bubblegum Card Consultant and Pulitzer Prize winning cartoonist Art Spiegelman, who had previously co-created a popular series called Wacky Packages in the 60s and 70s. And that was like a series of bubblegum card through Tops because Tops is a famous trading card company. They do like baseball cards, yeah, yeah. basketball cards, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they did the, used to do the wrestling card. Yeah. I remember the logo being on them. So Wacky Packages was just a weird sort of thing that parodied consumer products like food and cigarettes and cleaning products and more. And uh, yeah, so it was just meant to be kind of this funny thing. And he also helped uh, create this line of sweets. It was like a range of sweets called Garbage Candy, which was like this trash can shaped package that had <laughs> little sweets inside that looked like garbage. That's, I actually kind of remember that's really those. funny. I remember those. They, like, because obviously you would have those like Coke bottle sort of things. So, like, that sort of shape yeah, would yeah. be in there, but it'd be a hard sweet, uh, like fish, like a hard fish. Like, yeah, I remember those That's as a funny. kid. It's really strange that. Like, That's I a really that great like, oh. idea. Kids love that kind of shit. Yeah, definitely. Just weird, gross things. And by yeah. the mid 80s, uh, wacky packages had been revived. And Spiegelman, alongside fellow cartoonist Mark Newgarden and artist John Pound, worked together to create this unreleased parody sticker series that was poking fun at 
the super popular Cabbage Patch Kids at the time. So Cabbage mm. Patch Kids were huge. I think we talked about it on our episode about um, Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. Yeah, it was one of the yeah, biggest yeah. fucking toys in the like early to mid eighties. Huge. People were fighting over them and stuff in stores. So they were kind of laughing about that. And Topps actually approached the creators of Cabbage Patch Kids, which the company was called Coleco, about partnering up, partnering up for a venture, like to just do these trading cards or whatever. And they deemed trading cards to be too low rent. So Topps decided to move forward without them and went with this parody series. Uh, but they decided to call it like to spin it off onto its own thing and call it the Garbage Bell Kids. So I don't know if it was sort of <laughs> as like a tit for tat, like, oh, you don't want to, this is low rent. Okay, we'll show you low rent. Yeah. And they created this insanely popular series. So series one of the Garbage Pail Kids hit stores in 1985. They had characters like Adam Bomb, who is like, if you've yeah, seen Garbage Pail like Kids, the most famous, the most one. famous one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's Harry Mary, Booze and Bruce, Virus Iris, Stinky Stan, and Guillotina. So yeah, like <laughs> if you don't know the Garbage Spell Kids, look them up. They are they are kind of cool, and you can find like there's websites that have like the entire series of them and stuff. Like they're just they're worth looking up. Yeah, honestly. weird cool. cool artwork by John Pound. I think he did like most of the series. They're just really silly, like puns and strange things, just things that kids would like, like weird crap like it's just strange edgy sort of stuff that pokes fun at things and on the back of all the cards it would be like little goofy things like you know getting out of like a certificate to get out of doing homework or something like that like just dumb shit <laughs> like just things that little kids will yeah. find funny in school yeah it's like this mad it's like this mad magazine yeah type of human. exactly it's like Very just much like perfect that. for a kid it just did they ever get in trouble like <laughs> could garbage pail kids it, it, it clearly Riffing off Cabbage Patch yeah. Doll. Well, we'll get there. I mean, it's obviously different enough. <laughs> they got into a lot of trouble, to be honest, in a lot of ways. <laughs> so initially, it got off to like a slow start, but word started to spread about the cards on schoolyards around America, and they became a hot property. Uh, so what really caused the cards, though, to spike in popularity was the outrage they caused amongst parents and teachers and religious groups who were fighting against yeah. them, deeming them disgusting. A distraction in class. The Streisand effect, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the religious people thought they were destructive to the youth. <laughs> 15 different series of the Garbage Pail Kids were produced in, from 1985 to 1988. 15? Goddamn. Yeah, they released a lot. One of my favorite ones that I found was called Hurt Kurt. And it was uh, this kid who <laughs> just took this nasty ass spill and it was like a skateboard floating behind him. And I actually found it on eBay, <laughs> and I, I bought it, and I uh, sent it to my friend in America, whose name is Kurt, and I used to skateboard with him for his birthday. Hurt Kurt. Oh, that's, <laughs> I just thought it was that's funny. really sweet. Perfect. What the odds? Yeah, it was really cheap as well, which was great. Uh, but yeah, like like I said, there's a website where you can see all of them, and like I was going through, there's actually a, a series that wasn't released that never got released. It, <laughs> I was scrolling through them. They're all yeah, in black and white. Yeah, you showed me some. <laughs> Oh, they're all in oh, black and white, man. and this one was called Interracial Rachel. Oh, good God. It's bad. And it's like this. It's like a, a little, little girl who's like, she's sewn part. together. Sewn together, and uh, it's white, black, and black. It's white. bad. Yeah, it's very really, bad. Who thought that was a good idea? 
I have no idea. I think I mean obviously they didn't it didn't make it through, but someone drew that. Yeah. Someone, someone drew that and was like, draw that. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, fuck no. Oh my god. Anyway, that's not my favorite. Hurt Kurt is my favorite. <laughs> 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 uh the series became so popular though that other companies began to look to cash in on it. So including the likes of CBS who commissioned a Saturday morning cartoons uh cartoon based off of the characters. So like you said, you you thought this felt like it could be a cartoon. It kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> they put forward 1.5 million dollars to produce 13 half-hour episodes of Garbage Pail Kids. And around the same time DC Comics came on board to release a comic book series. DC. <laughs> However, production on the cartoon kind of never really got off the grounds. Like they made, they did make 13 episodes. They did, but they never they aired. They just didn't air? They didn't air in the USA. Why? They were about to air and due to protests from like Christian groups, like they oh, were God. pulled. Christian ruin everything. It was like parent groups and Christian groups deem like thinking this was going to be horrible. And yeah, they pulled the plug. Like I think the week it was about to go out and they ended up just like replacing that half hour with Muppet babies. Like I think they just added an extra 30 minutes of Muppet <laughs> babies. So it was like a 90 minute of Muppet babies. <laughs> Muppet babies. Superior product. I've seen some of the garbage pill kids. Yeah. Um, Cause it did air. Uh, in the UK, it aired around Europe, some places in Asia, and uh, some places in the Caribbean and stuff. So you can find it. It's on YouTube. I've seen some of it, and I actually kind of remember the characters. So I must have seen it a few years back or something in some retrospect. I have no idea. But, man, it's I feel bad. like I would have liked it. It's kind of bad. No, because it's like I remember uh, there was a show at the kid I loved. And whenever I bring it up, nobody remembered it. But, but Ugly Martian. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I fucking loved that show. And I had the toy and it was yeah. a very short lived early 3D, like CGI, like pure animated theory. And it looked like shit. But <laughs> I remember really liking it. And I'm, I'm d- it's definitely not a good show. Do you remember Bucky O'Hare? Bucky, Captain Bucky O'Hare. Yeah. Of course. I figure your brother definitely would have been on that age bracket. Oh, he was, and he, and he made me watch those shows, <laughs> yeah, like that, it. and like Brave Star and Super Ted, <laughs> and like uh, Ninja Cat. What that oh, fucking uh, show? Pizza Cat. Pizza Pizza Cat or Pizza and Ninja Pizza Cat. T- pizza. No, I think they were just Pizza Cats because it couldn't be Ninja Cats because of Ninja Turtles, but it was a Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like Street yeah. Sharks. I mean, they would load the <laughs> Street Sharks, yeah. But no, I mean, like the Garbage Pail Kids, I tried to like watch it and it was kind of weird. I, I thought some of the art was okay, but it was like really tamed. Like, I think that was a problem that mm-hmm. the creators of the Garbage Pail Kids had with the cartoon that it was actually this weird, tamed sort of thing that was just kind of weird and it just didn't really feel like Garbage Pail Kids. And it was just kind of bad. Like, I don't know. Maybe I would have enjoyed it as a kid. I don't know. I don't know if any listeners out there who are listening to this like watch that cartoon because I think it did air in the UK. So let us know <laughs> if you're a fan of it. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so it wasn't just the cartoon that kind of like got derailed by people 
complaining about Garbage Pail Kids. DC Comics actually pulled out of the comic deal after Coleco took tops to court over the trading cards. So the comic book series never oh, got shit. made. <laughs> God damn, fuck. They couldn't get anything off of this. I mean, like, <laughs> series was super popular. So they, of course, created a lot of merchandise off of it. Like, there was, like, I'm sure there was T-shirts and, like, Trapper Keepers and folders and all sorts of bullshit with Garbage Pail Kids on it. So it was really popular. So, of course, that's like they were making so much money off of it and also off of the cards themselves that, like, Tops couldn't really get away with the parody angle. So they got taken to court by Coleco. I couldn't find much details about the trial, but during it, like, the Tops Tops was ordered by the judge to cease all production on Garbage Pail Kids. So they weren't able to make any new series um, or new merchandise or anything like that. But eventually it got settled out of court that I think they, were, they weren't obviously with a lot of that. There's like NDAs and stuff. So they weren't like really able to disclose what really happened, but tops had to agree mm-hmm. to change the garbage pail kids logo and the appearance of the garbage pail kids to make them look less like the cabbage patch kids. <laughs> okay. But, I've seen, I was looking through the series, the later series that would have been, I guess, maybe around this time. It just, they still look the same. I don't know. They look the same. All the ones I've ever seen look the same. They have the same style. (laughs) Um, It's weird. I don't, I'm, I'm waiting for like, how did like the show gets dropped? The comic book gets dropped. They get sued. And yet a movie (laughs) is able to be made. (laughs) Oh. How did that work? They just jumped the queue. Lovely transition here, Phil. So yeah, now with the cartoon series and the comic series basically canned. <laughs> Pun. Uh, <laughs> garbage can. Garbage pail joke. <laughs> <laughs> just pick up the garbage pail joke. <laughs> garbage pail uh, joke. <laughs> um, I think I broke my internet doing that shit. Chill out. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the oh, next cool. venture would be to get this movie on the big screen. Yeah, clearly that was the natural next step. <laughs> Did you unplug your microphone somehow? Yes. <laughs> the movie. Okay, so. There's some rumors that John Carl Buchler, Bachelor, Buchler, Bachelor, Buchler, John, John Carl Buchler. I'll, I'll go with that. He's actually, he, he's a special effects artist and he was actually the director of the original troll movie. The one that got, that was sort of moderately <laughs> good and popular that sort of got made into one of the worst movies ever made as a sequel that has nothing to do with, with the first movie. Uh, that's a story for another day. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he, he did Troll. He did Cellar Dweller. And he also directed Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood. Did a lot of special effects stuff for like Ghoulies and stuff as well. But he was <laughs> considered to direct the film. And his version of the story, apparently, I don't know if this is true. It's just a rumor that's gone around about this. Um, 
His, they his, had a lot more nudity. <laughs> it probably would have. Uh, his version of the story was going to be a straight-up horror film, and the Garbage Pail Kids would have spawned from radioactive sludge that would have found its way into a garbage can full of broken dolls and turned them into serial killers. That is a great idea. <laughs> That's how you do it. It actually would have been pretty fun. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Where did they come from? They came from weird ooze. Yeah. How did that happen? They the got ooze. on the dolls. What did it do to them? They turned them into serial killers. Fun. That's a story. That's a story. This film didn't really have a story. It was kind of funny. But how but... do we work a fashion show into that, John? How do we do that? <laughs> Why are they expert? That needs to happen. Why are they expert fashion designers? And how did they learn this? <sighs> they fart and can make clothes. Why is that their most like distinctive trait? And I understand the fashion thing; it it feeds into the theme, but I can't. I, I can't. I really can't deal with it. It's a it's an allegory for ugly people, Phil. And uh... <laughs> I understand. I get that. I get it. But the theme of the movie is what the beauty is on the inside. There's no such thing as ugly. But this movie is proof that that is not true that there are things that are objectively ugly and mainly being the garbage pail kids yeah. are ugly and gross and shouldn't be on this planet. Shouldn't be in a movie. They should be on trading cards, buried into a, in a garbage pail in trading cards. It's fine on trading. Leave them on the trading card. The, put, the, put, <laughs> put the lid back on them. It's yeah. it completely that fucking message is bullshit all over the place. Fuck, fuck it. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Okay, it was the a, fact that even tried it was to a, say um, something. It was a statement on working <sighs> conditions of uh, slave labor, jobs, factories, uh, child labor, uh, exploiting child labor and sweatshops. Yeah, there was a little I, few wet sure. sweatshop sweatshop uh, jokes in this film. To be honest. Yeah, but I don't want you to give this movie any credit. <laughs> I know, I'm trying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this John Carl John Carl Butchler guy, he actually would go on to do the makeup for this film. Uh, more on him later. Uh, it seems, though, that the film idea that we got instead didn't actually come from tops themselves, though, Phil. As this guy named mm. Rod Amato who is a stuntman-turned-writer-director who's best known for directing films like The Bushwhackers in, I think, the 50s, like 60s. It's like a Western film. He did Pussycat, Pussycat, okay. I Love You, which was supposed to be like a, uh, a sequel to that film that Woody Allen wrote. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and he did TV shows like Mr. Ed, Gilligan's Island, The Dukes of Hazard, And... Apparently he had come to tops with the idea or his agent came to tops with the idea. I don't really know. It's very muddy. Hear me out. Garbage <laughs> pail kid. Garbage pail kid. Hear me out. This is it, buddy. This is going to take you to the top. They're fashion designers. <laughs> Hear me out. Think, think about it. Hear me out. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm on a roll here. Don't, don't stop me. <laughs> What if it's like Oliver Twist, but with little people <laughs> in blackface? Rod Amato, like he he planned for the film to go straight to TV, apparently. Uh, although people on set said that they didn't really feel like that. So that's another conflicting story. 
And he had hired... It looked like that, though. (laughs) He hired Linda Palmer to help him write the script. And the story was based on the story by Bill Tennant, who is the man in charge of Atlantic Releasing, who distributed the film. Atlantic Releasing did other things like uh, Valley Girl and Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf 2 and shit like that. So <laughs> it's it's like a weird, <laughs> they've done a lot of weird stuff and then a couple of cool hits and shit. And then there was like mm. this film. Why he came like up with this story. Like a canon company, you know? Yeah, it's so strange. Like Tops, I don't know. I guess the people at Tops were like, well, we can get a movie made about our Garbage Pail Kids franchise. Cool. These people came to us. Fuck it. Give them, give them, give them money. Give them the characters. Cool. Yeah. All right, give us money. You can. I don't know who wins. Who wins in this situation? Atlantic releasing this guy wants to to make this film, and he has the story. He's distributing it. He's they're putting money up for. I don't know how this got made. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't even make sense. I was trying to figure out. Like no one seems to know why this happened, and I don't know. <laughs> There's no how and there's no why. So what are we left with? Yeah. It's like it's a popular franchise. Okay, let's make a movie. Bill Tennant comes with this dumbass story on a piece of paper and he gives it to Rod Amato, him and Linda Palmer. Trust me, this is money. Write a screenplay and then they were shooting within sixty days. It's one of those it's like it's not look. <laughs> like the like you like you watch the room and it it, it's fun for, for one thing, but it kind of, it's somewhat inspiring. Yeah. Because it's like, if this dude can do it, I can do it. <laughs> and this movie is like, if this dude can do it, I shouldn't do it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> because this is what happens. <laughs> you got to, you know, you want to become a working filmmaker yeah. and you'll make garbage film kids. I'll save it for him. This guy, okay, Amato, he's at the, like I said, I, I gave some of his background. He considered himself a minor director. He basically was only doing this for a paycheck, apparently. He was like okay. given money. I, I feel it. To, to do this movie. And he was just like, of course, I'm, I, I'm in my twilight years. Someone is going to give me money to direct this bullshit movie. And I need to secure my retirement. So fuck yeah, I'm going to do this. And I don't care. <laughs> fair, fair enough. It's hard yeah. to argue. I come from the place of, I only have so much time on this earth. Yeah. I'm not going to spend however long looking at Garbage Pail Kids and making that movie and pretending that that's a good thing to put into the world. Yeah. But then again, you have people like James Cameron who are like, you know, endless amounts let of it money. go <laughs> keep making these avatar <laughs> movies and keep talking about how they're still gonna come out these goddamn sequels and no one cares anymore that's true all right sorry <laughs> <laughs> who's the bigger hack so amato apparently had no clue about garbage pill kids and he like you know it, it actually rubbed some of the creators of garbage pill kids the wrong way 
because basically Spiegelman, Newgarden, and Pound, uh, the guys who created the Garbage Pail Kids, they were told not to get involved with the film because Tops didn't want them to interfere with the production of the trading cards. Uh, and they they wanted those to keep going, keep coming out, you know, and they didn't mm. care about, they clearly that. didn't care about this movie. Like, Tops, I think, was just like, who cares? Maybe the writing was on the wall. Maybe they weren't as successful as they were. They had a bunch of problems because of the TV deal, the comics, this lawsuit. They're just like, fuck it. Let's squeeze out as much of this goddamn lemon as we can possibly squeeze. Like, it's almost It's a mutual exploitation thing, right? Like, everybody needs money and nobody cares what they're unleashing. I guess that's the story. Except for the people... (laughs) <laughs> Except for the people who weren't involved, <laughs> like who actually yeah, did care. People have to watch it. The kids and growing the up, kids have, have to watch, watch it. Movie over the, the people who created it and saw that their baby was being turned into this god awful piece of shit. <laughs> 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 right. Okay, so yeah, these guys were told not to get involved, uh, and they actually weren't even given a final script to look at before production began on the film. I will say, though, about this Amato guy, uh, I read an interview with Mackenzie Aston, who plays Dodger. I'm getting into the cast now. Mackenzie Aston, mm. who plays Dodger, he actually said that it didn't feel like Amato didn't care. He said it, Amato was actually really good on set. He just like was it was as if he was getting the best out of what he could get, like out of what he had i, I can understand yeah and he didn't yeah. feel i mean he would probably a professional yeah he's yeah because he's a fucking like he is a pro i mean he's been at it for years and he was on tv he probably seen the best and the worst of the business and for him he doesn't give a shit he's just like i'm making my money it's just another job i don't care yeah. <laughs> and that's fine <laughs> i mean uh, you know movies are bullshit and everybody needs to know that yeah well, at the end of the day, you're doing a fucking movie about these like gross ass kids from a trading card, even if they don't even get the fucking element to like like what made the garbage pail kids own these cards into this this script. Because I don't even think it's possible. How can you really? It, doesn't work. it won't translate ever. It can never work. Like, there's no way you can make an actual good viable film unless they're fucking serial killers. Like, it's a horror film, and even yeah. that's a fucking there stretch. There is no it's story. Just, it's just silly. There's no they're story. Just they're just characters. these cards. <laughs> these they, dumbass cards. They could have yeah. done. They could have done a Jumanji sort of version where yeah. it's like they're cards in the movie, and then the kids. <laughs> Kids know, play they play with them and they come to life or they become you know I mean? them even better. Yeah. yeah. Like, like they throw down Adam Bob and the kid becomes Adam Bob and then they have to find a way to ungarbage themselves and put the, which again, put them the back in the car. Yeah. <laughs> you put them, yeah. You I need to figure out how to ungarbage myself after this goddamn lockdown right? <laughs> in this episode as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get in the cast. Uh, Mackenzie Aston, who plays Dodger, the main character. My God, this kid gets fucking shat on from the get-go, and I kind of like it. It's really funny. <laughs> he gets <laughs> the shit kicked out of him. I was kind of enjoying it. But he also, it would, yeah, me too. And he, but he also beat the fuck out of that. Uh, the main bad guy, I forget his name. Juice. Juice? <laughs> Juice. Juice. He, yeah. beat, he actually, they have like a hardcore fight scene yeah. at the end of the fashion show. He beat the fuck out of him. And he's half his time. I don't understand the thing. Like the movie starts and like I said, he's like running around and he's 
hanging off the fucking 30 year old woman he's in love yeah. with and she is flirting with him and kissing him it's weird the whole thing is weird doesn't work <laughs> it, it, because he thinks she he thinks she's pretty and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but yeah they just fucking torture this kid they beat the shit yeah out it's him, hardcore how throw him in what they throw like, him into sewage what do they do <laughs> they throw, they throw him, him into, into the sturge, mud sturge, yeah, into the mud, into the giant garbage can, yeah. into garbage pail, and like they, but they follow him back to the antique store and they destroy that place. And yeah. that's, you know, that's not his place. It's that old, definitely creepy magician who how you know who's taking care of this boy, quote unquote. <laughs> um, yeah, where are his parents? Just, at? You know, it's weird. He's, a, he's an orphan kid. Is it's he again, an orphan? It's like he's literally called Dodger. Yeah. I mean, it, I took it as like an Oliver Twist thing. Yeah. You know, he's, okay. just, he's a street kid, which is only something that exists in movies. That's not a thing in real life. There aren't just kids. It's a Victorian era thing. That's a thing in movies literally up until the 90s. Yeah. Street kid, no thing. Yeah. It's like that's not realistic. But they, yeah, this kid just gets the shit kicked out of him. All through the movie, but he deserved to with the fucking shit he wears. His <laughs> glittery fucking vest and giant bow tie. Who that's not pretty. That doesn't look good at all. So it's like Yeah. What are we saying with this message? What is are we attacking fashion? I I kinda like just didn't get that from the film though. That's the problem with this film is that they didn't explain where the garbage pell kids came from, really. They didn't explain They came from space, the, John. They didn't explain I don't know why you, what this kid is. They clearly still explained is. it. It's the opening <laughs> shot in the movie. Explain I don't it. know why you refuse to acknowledge it. The movie starts with a garbage pill flying to Earth. But it has nothing space, to it doesn't even fly <laughs> to Earth. It's just flying around Earth. <laughs> And that's how space works it's flying it's <laughs> flying in space there's credits they never show the garbage pill actually crash land on earth though do they no <laughs> but that's the implication isn't it not? that's dumb why as would you fuck. show the garbage pill and also that's, that's the mothership either way the alien why doesn't anyone say that in the film all you have to do like because <laughs> They're like looking for their Captain friends Mandini and stuff. Yeah. They're like looking for their friends. Oh yeah, we'll get to the garbage pill kids. Yeah, other I mean, fuck garbage it. We're, like we're still talking about McKenzie yeah. ass in here. This Dodger kid. Sorry, yeah, he's bad in it, but he's a child. Yeah, he's bad. <laughs> I didn't get. I really didn't get like what was going on with this kid. Like why? I I mean, at times I was like, is he staying with this guy? I don't know. This guy's giving him baths. It's he doesn't weird. work for him. He he does work for yeah. him. Yeah, you're right. Go yeah. take a bath, Dodger. <laughs> It's very strange. No, I don't fucking know you. It's very strange. It's like, where's this kid's parents? Does he have parents? I guess not. I mean, maybe he is just meant to be Dodger. There actually is a little bit more to the Dodger thing, which is kind of funny in a minute. I'll get to. Uh, but this kid, Mackenzie Aston, is the son of the legendary John Aston, who played Gomez Adams in the uh, Adams Family series, uh, television series. No fucking And way. also the son of Patty Duke, famous yeah, actress, yeah. Academy Award winning role in The Miracle Worker. God damn. And that also makes him the half-brother of Sean Astin, our boy from the Goonies. Wow. Lord Samwise, of the Rings, California yeah, Man. Encino Man. Dude, wow. Yeah. This apple really fell far from the tree. <laughs> it, like, it, like, it like fell, rolled down a hill yeah. over a bridge into a lake and then got eaten by a fucking alligator and then shat out and then they coughed that shit <laughs> in the garbage <laughs> 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 
All right, so they're making this goddamn movie, Mackenzie Aston. <laughs> he's a series regular on the Facts of Life at the time. He had just been made a series regular. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, looking for his own sort of breakout role. He wanted to like, you know, his brother Sean had appeared <laughs> got in, it. in the Goonies, you know, and he was like, my dad is fucking John Aston. My mom's Patty Duke. Sean's just making a career for himself now. He's had a hit movie. So I want John that for is. myself. I want to I want I want to do that. I want to be like this big star. And he auditioned for this film and he signed on to the movie cuz his parents at the time had had separated. So uh Mackenzie was living with Patty and Patty took him to like I guess the auditions and stuff and she signed the contracts and stuff. And it was all behind the back of his father John Aston who basically he informed him by giving him the script and um he was just like oh i'm I'm in a movie look i'm in a movie <laughs> like that i'm, in, like, I'm <laughs> he's like what do you mean you're starting a movie do you he's love like, me yeah, now i'm starting a now? movie and uh <laughs> yeah so he like gave him the script and he looked at it and he was just like you're not doing this movie and he was trying to get him out of the movie Trust me, if you want a career <laughs> don't do it so john aston apparently was trying really hard to get mckenzie out of the film but it like it didn't happen because the ink was dry and yeah uh, contracts have been signed. And, no, no, look, yeah. look. It's like smudging it. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. It says, it doesn't, can't even see his name. Yeah, you can't even see his name. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. just rips it up and balls it up into his mouth like always sunny. It's just there. Yeah, no, so, yeah, Mackenzie Aston was it he's locked into the film and it's funny and the rest of history yeah i mean really it is kind of in a way like mckenzie aston like i think obviously this film's horrible and he had a tough time after the film but he took a step back from from acting after and kind of had a normal child like a normal like you know uh rest of his childhood like he went to high so school saved him played on the baseball team but no he actually did end up getting back into acting but he also still had this fucking thing hanging over his head and <laughs> it was i think it was kind of a bad thing for him at times uh i think soon after the film he didn't really view it that way but then once he got back into acting it was there yeah it got into <laughs> some drugs and it's kind of sad seeming you know and uh luckily you know his brother sean was a great brother and his family seems really great like his dad like jokes about it and they seem to have like a laugh about you know john aston had a laugh about the the whole bullshit with this film and how funny it was and how bad it was and he's like i tried to tell you sort of thing you know uh but yeah you went through a dark time it seems like sean sort of helped him out and took you know was able to afford treatment and stuff and rehab and you know now he's he's a regular like a, he's, a, he's a worker he still works he still has a career mckenzie ass and he's still in tv shows and all sorts of stuff so more than most yeah, yeah. i mean keep on trucking dude it's not his fault i mean he's young dude he's so young he, it's not his fault he's got elements to being okay like this he didn't bother bad. he genuinely didn't bother me in the yeah. movie He'd like he genuinely he was fine. He was fine in it. He's better than the kids in the Ewok movie. His McSqueeb his McSqueeb haircut uh, bothered me. <laughs> McSqueeb haircut. That fucking like Tony yeah. Hawk haircut uh that he has going on uh, from the eighties. Fucking yeah. bad. Okay, so next we have Katie Barberi who plays Tangerine. As you said, you thought this girl was like 30 years old. It, it's very confusing. She seems way older than him, and it's like really strange. 
what if I told you that she got the role because they hadn't cast Tangerine yet and Mackenzie Aston was like, oh, I know a girl who's uh, roughly around this age. Uh, it's my girlfriend. No fucking way. He was dating Katie Barberry at the time and he suggested her for the role. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was. <laughs> you fucking with me. They are clearly not the same age and he had half her height. That is definitely not true. I think he was around 12 or 13. Looking it up. He's, he's playing 14 in the film and I don't know how old she's meant to be, like 16, 17, 18, I don't know. He was around 12 or 13 and she's actually only a couple of years older than him and she just looks, she just looked way older and that's how gross Hollywood is as that's, well. You know, playing these little kids, making them look old as shit. It's really gross. That's messed up, man. But yeah, that was his that girlfriend. confused me. And they broke up. That's still weird to me. During the middle of the film. Because of this movie. Yeah, they broke up yeah, during that, the middle I of the film. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> like you're associated with this. I don't want to. It surprisingly didn't. It didn't mess with like their chemistry and stuff, which is good. But at the same time, it's very funny. The ending of the film must have been sort of like hilarious because <laughs> the ending of the movie is so funny. Oh, they have to break up. Yeah. Yeah. We'd like, so I don't think you're pretty anymore. I don't think you're pretty. Like, oh, man. <laughs> It's so weird. That's so funny. It's so bad. Oh that is weird. I mean, it doesn't. You're right. It doesn't affect their chemistry yeah. because they had zero chemistry throughout <laughs> yeah. the movie. Because so. you're on the board that they weren't really dating. <laughs> they weren't dating. <laughs> He's just a stupid twelve year old who said that he was dating her. It's like your first girlfriend, you know. Like he just met her at a party once, and you just like had a couple of laughs. Oh, she's my girlfriend. <laughs> but, but but what? It, yeah, exactly. Like, what is their relationship? Yeah, it's like, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, yeah, this woman from the TV show is my girlfriend. Yeah. But so, but their relationship is like, he's in love with her, mm-hmm. and she's older, hanging out with gangs. She's a wannabe fashionista. Yeah, she lives in the basement underneath him, basically. Yeah. And he spies on okay, her. Okay, that wasn't clear. Yeah, he's he, he the fucking creep. He's the peeping Tom. And she you know, doesn't care about him. And, but still sort of, you know, string them along. And then the garbage pail kids show up and mm-hmm. start making clothes for him. Yeah. And, so she, and she likes the clothes, even though they are disgusting. <laughs> um, and probably cut and probably smell and covered in some slime and aren't fashionable in any era of human history. And she's like, Oh yeah, I can smell this. And yeah. so she's using him, taking advantage of him. And then actually, liked him and they kissed and it's weird it's really weird I don't you know what I, I can't even follow it they have a big falling out and he breaks up with that <laughs> cause she's horrible she's horrible she, she is, horrible. is horrible I mean and the garbage pail kid fight along and they puke on one of them yeah I mean does it, she get puked on or is it just the guy to get puked on I think it's just the. it's not know. enough puke there's just farts there's vomits. There's not. Yeah, that's the thing. The garbage pill kids weren't even gross enough, really. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah, don't know. The thing is, Katie Barberi, she's like, just like anyone in this film, I think, just doing the best they can with the shit that they got. And uh, I don't know. I mean, her career as well. I mean, this was like her moment. He, she got recommended by her boyfriend. Her moment to break out. She only really been <laughs> in like some TV 
she was un- in an uncredited role in uh, Ferris Bueller, I think, as well. It's just one of the kids in the classroom at Ferris Bueller's. So, yeah, she's trying oh, to make yeah. her moment, and she gets just like her co-star, her supposed boyfriend, this shitty-ass movie, and it kind of ruined her career. <laughs> I mean, like, in a way, I guess. I don't know. I mean, she's, she still has a pretty steady career, but she's mostly – she's actually Mexican, and uh, she's – mostly working in telenovelas nowadays. So, I mean, whatever. Still getting work. But, as uh, long as she works. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Anthony Newley is Captain Manzini. <laughs> Don't like it. Don't like it. The old predatory British, British man. British man, yeah. Who's a magician, who who's a real magician, who like down and out and like it, preying on the kid to feed into an ego and you did like just tell them what's in the can as well and like just like just oh god i don't like it everything about this movie <laughs> made me uncomfortable like there's some dark stuff happening underneath this movie yeah i don't really know what like his deal is like like yeah he works this antique shop he somehow looks after this kid dodger it's very strange i don't know and Again, that's where, like, it's just strange, the whole Garbage Pail Kids thing. Like, he doesn't explain how he came across the Garbage Pail Kids. Is it just a relic that he picked up because he's an antique relic, weird, mystical? It, it just doesn't it go... crashed into his it just, door. Fun <laughs> <face>. <laughs> and, like, he clearly, he clearly knows about them and how... Because he gives that whole analogy. It's You're like right, Pandora's yeah. box... And he clearly knows about like uh, their friends that they're looking for, which they literally don't go into enough detail about given the <laughs> fact of what is actually the fate of them. It's very weird. It's just strange. I don't know. He, and he's like a real, so he's like a real magician, even though he had the name of like a stage magician, Captain Mandini. But is he? And he's a, <laughs> no, because he had one attempt at magic failed. Yeah. Which is he's writing, he's writing a song, he's writing a spell, sorry to put them back in the garbage pail. Yeah. And it's like there, it's the garbage pail kid song backwards. essentially. Yeah. But it doesn't work. Right. I don't understand they, the ending of this movie. They loosely like, they loosely explain that as well. Cause he's just like, Oh, it's like when you, when I want you to come out of the pail, I sing this song, but that didn't even happen. They just came out on their own accord. <laughs> like they got knocked over yeah. and they came out yeah. and they were really, it's, yeah, it's they all came so out stupid. In horrible blackface. Yeah. So strange. <laughs> but they came out at the beginning of the film as well. Yeah. Uh, before yeah. they came, they were knocked over. He put a rock on top of the oh, trash Oh, yeah, can. you're right. They're trying to break out. Yeah. So why even have this spell thing? And also, he calls them kids and children and stuff. And they're just supposed to be these ugly kids. He likes children. Why does he have... Regardless if they're ugly, regardless if they're ugly, why is he locking them in a trash can? Why is he locking them in his basement when they refuse to go back? Because he's protecting them. He's protecting them from the ugly, the ugly world, the 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 state of the what's the fucking place they don't want to go to? The The state institute for the ugly. Yeah, state the state home for the ugly. Something horrible. Because in this world, there's a separate place. For the hotel are ugly. What did you make of the state home of the ugly? I didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> like, I didn't. I like Abraham Lincoln, fucking Santa Claus, <laughs> like a very yeah, hairy like, man. What it, it, uh, it's like a home for magical creatures. 
and it's like yeah, there was. A, I don't know it's one uh, of those Easter bunny. It's, it's an unfinished. A clown. It feels like an unfinished thought. Yeah, you know. It's yeah, like that. Are we just? It's in the movie, and it probably at one point was going to be a bigger thing. How high was this guy, like, who wrote this story on a piece of paper? Yeah, <laughs> tired of fucking. Kite. <laughs> it's just snorting a line of coke off that Teen Wolf money, just like. garbage pail kids are gonna make me another million pounds (laughs) so much more coke i'm gonna buy i'm gonna get we're gonna get gonna get mjf we're gonna we're gonna do it we're gonna fucking gonna win in the end you know we're gonna do it we're gonna have the garbage pail kids we're gonna have them sing and dance and make clothes fucking this is it this is my ticket out of this fucking place katine wolf 2 bombed (laughs) Anthony Newley was a seasoned actor of film and he appeared in many roles such as uh, the artful Dodger in Oliver Twist there from 1948. Go. So it was kind of a funny. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. So the Oliver, Twi- not Oliver, but Oliver Twist from 1948. He played the artful Dodger. He was also an accomplished musician who alongside his right writing partner, Leslie Bruce, Bruce Cussie or Bruce Kessie, um, wrote songs such as the lead song from James Bond, the James Bond film Goldfinger. So he wrote Goldfinger. Wow. He also wrote wrote the music to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So fucking hell. Holy shit. Some of my- That music like, is amazing. Why is he slumming it over here? Fuck Road Doll, yeah. but <laughs> like uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is like such a, a movie. awesome movie. And then fucking, those songs, like I love- I absolutely love. Yeah, they're incredible. Uh, Pure imaginations, like a beautiful song, and this guy co-wrote yeah. it. <laughs> the pair of uh, Bruce Guess and uh, and Newley, they also wrote the 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 stage musical "Stop the World." I want to get off, which Anthony Newley starred in, and he also in that show sung the Grammy award winning song, which was the first time a British person ever won a Grammy. Uh, the song, what, oh, really? what kind of fool am I? Which is like, like fucking Sammy Davis jr. Had a huge hit with it, but Anthony Newley actually oh, has man. an awesome voice and he beautiful song. Uh, I thought you were going to say you could be a garbage pro kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was like, that won a Grammy. <laughs> But apparently, and that's what won him. Apparently, after this film came out, there was a, a review that came out that uh, included the line, Now I know what kind of fool Anthony Newley is. Ah, uh, <laughs> shit. I opened himself. This is just a two word review. Shit sandwich. <laughs> yeah, man. Why can't we be talking about Spinal Tap, Will? Yeah. Will? Uh, Will? <laughs> Will? Ron McLaughlin played Juice. J.P. Amato, who is the director's son, played Wally, and Marjorie Graw, 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 played Blythe. These are the three bullies. I mean, dude, what is up with Juice's Again, face? 80s punk. This motherfucker comes out, he's coming out strong, like he's trying to be Michael from fucking like uh, Lost Boys. You know, it's like he's the dude fucking he's yeah, coming hard with it. it out as well. <laughs> yeah. And then he he he's takes his hard fucking with the stoic the big yeah. jawline. And then he takes his fucking glasses off and his face looks like a garbage bucket. <laughs> uh, it's like you what know what he it? really reminded me of with uh, remember have you seen the wizard? 
the yeah, fucking with Nintendo Fred movie. Savage. With Fred Savage. Yeah. Remember, I think it named Lucas, the kid with the power glove. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same energy. Yeah. You know, where he's like, I love the power glove. It's so bad. <laughs> and you're like, Jesus Christ, kid. Yeah. That's what he reminds me of right away. Of like, it's a guy playing bad. Yeah. He's not bad. <laughs> he's not scary at all. I don't really get like their whole deal. I mean, we've already kind of talked about why are they so ham about like killing this little kid? <laughs> and they want Dodger to die. Yeah. They're trying to kill him. And then also, why? I mean, they literally. All right. Fuck the fucking sewers in this film. Like, they literally. This. They don't care. They didn't care when they were making this. They had like <laughs> pipes that had like chalk written on it that said like you know jacuzzi uh, <laughs> or hot tub. I whatever. remember, yeah. Or like men's remember, restroom, yeah. and it's like, why? That's so stupid. Why does it say that? And then it comes back later when the garbage pail kids get revenge on the bullies, and they're like turning pipes on and stuff, and then like they explode. Up. Oh yeah, the one sh- men's restroom them up in the whole toilet. entire town. It's like it makes no sense, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit? It's one pipe, yeah. one bathroom. Yeah, but I don't really get their deal. But me. I did really like the character Blythe, this uh, strong ass girl. Like it was kind of cool. She looked kind of cool. She looked like a female pro wrestler, especially like someone from Japan or something. Like this really cool, like spandex suits and shit. And she was strong as shit. And she was stronger than the two the two dudes. That was cool. I don't know. Yeah. 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 We had, this was wild. Lynn Cartwright playing the host of the modeling show at the end of the film. Okay. So who cares? Right. I look a little closer. I'm like, this lady looks like Gina Davis sort of interesting. And then I look a little closer and I'm like, (gasps) it is Gina Davis. No, but she's the woman who played the older (laughs) version of Dottie Henson who was played in a league of their own Gina Davis in a league of their own. Yeah. Nice. Good eyes. I did not notice that. Good eyes on me. I was not paying attention. Yeah, good <laughs> eyes on you. I was not paying attention by that point. I was just like <laughs> looking through tear I was looking through tear filled yeah. eyes waiting end? for it to end. Could I have to know <laughs> the ending? The garbage spell kids are played by uh Phil Funkadero as Greaser Greg. I like the Greaser. Hey, what are you doing there? Hey, 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 let's cut him. (laughs) You're doing a Rocky impression. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, Phil Fondacaro. Phil Fondacaro. I said it wrong the first time. Phil Fondacaro, he was really heavily featured in the credits. Um, He was an Ewok in uh, Return of the Jedi. Most of these guys were, actually. Uh, he was also Malcolm Mallory, who got turned into Torak the Troll in Troll. He also played Von Carr and oh. Willow. And then a lot of people our age might recognize him from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the television show um, with Melissa Joan Hart. He played Roland, the little magical warlock that would appear like in numerous episodes. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Right. That's a good show. Interesting. Greaser Greg was voiced by Jim Cummings, uh, who is famously known for doing... From Thunder Road? <laughs> <laughs> the lesser Jim Cummings, uh, the guy who voiced Winnie the Pooh and Tigger and Tasmania Devil. He's famously for those characters these days. So yeah, Jim Cummings not only voiced him, but he also voiced uh, Nat Nerd as well. Uh, he might have voiced another <laughs> God, one. I hate looking at yeah. Nat Nerd. He voiced quite a few characters. Uh, we had Deborah Lee Carrington played Valerie Vomit. 
Uh, she also was an Ewok. She appeared in Total Recall. She was also in Seinfeld as like Mickey's love interest. Um, with that whole thing with like Kramer and Mickey, the the little person. Uh, she is also appears in She's All That. She's very a very famous uh, little person actress. You've probably seen her in tons of things. Kevin Thompson played <laughs> Alligator. He also worked as an Ewok. He also played the Bear in Blade Runner. Cool. Uh, we had uh, cool. Robert Bell is Foul Phil, who was also an Ewok. Foul Phil. Foul Phil. Did you like Foul Phil? Uh, Mommy. No. <laughs> yeah. No. That was Dude, the scariest I hated one. Every single character. Yeah. Foul Phil was probably the scariest one. Uh, Chloe Amatel, the director's daughter. Yeah. Uh, voiced foul phil uh we had larry green as nat nerd and we had Artillo, arturo gill as wendy winston arturo gill played dink uh dink in Spaceballs, and he also played one of the station oh, cool. in bill and ted's bogus journey so yeah so now we know who the other one was it was ed gell if you remember our last bullshit episode on here <laughs> howard d duck and last uh, Messi Tessie was played by Sue Rossito and Terry Burnaround played did Messi Tessie's voice. But Phil, I asked you if you would please humor <laughs> me. What would your garbage pail kid name be? And what would your what would be your disgusting speciality if you were on a card? Um I what well, yeah, it's hard to not just take foul Phil because I was like, it's done, <laughs> put it in the movie. Yeah, that's me. I'm foul Phil. Um Yeah, this had uh, and I couldn't think of anything that actually like linked to my personality. So I just think it's the grossest thing I could think of. Yeah. Uh, I'd be flatulent, flatulent Phil. <laughs> and my, I would be constantly farting so much so that there would be a toilet attached to my butt just in case <laughs> something followed through. So you'd just be like Wendy but Winston's my farts brother. Can be so, yeah, I could, I would, it would be so powerful. You know, it's like I could jump buildings in a single bound because <laughs> the propulsion of the fight nice well phil if you need a That's me what, what if, about you if you need a toilet uh <laughs> i'm gonna be porta john and i'll just be this stupid oh. anthropomorphic toilet spewing shit everywhere <laughs> perfect perfect we we would i think i would sell yeah we'd be quite the be pair popular card. <laughs> yeah maybe i'll create these two characters uh as bonus artwork or if any uh special people out there who you're the toilet know how to you're the toilet <laughs> i art. fit on so it's like two cards <laughs> that come together to make a special one <laughs> yeah all right so rod amatel envisioned this uh doing this film as an animated film originally like you said you thought it maybe maybe it can work as again would but, be way better yeah and uh he also thought maybe a hybrid a hybrid animation film sort of like who framed roger rabbit but due to money and all that they hired little people to play in these costumes for the roles, and it was just cheaper to do that, obviously, because they were being cheap as fuck with this movie. So yeah, we're wrapping up here. I mean, we we know they're being cheap with this. Oh no, this, <laughs> they're being cheap with this dumbass movie. The film was made during the summer in 1987 or 80. Sorry, 86, 1986, and it was hot as shit in the San Fernando mm-hmm. Valley of Los Angeles. <laughs> and uh, they were in a warehouse basically filming this with no air conditioning or very little air conditioning. And these poor little people had to wear these crazy radio controlled animatronic heads that oh. weighed around like 80 pounds. 
probably like doubling their weight, <laughs> like j- yeah. just as heavy as they are. <laughs> they looked uncomfortable. <laughs> it's weird because yeah. it's such a cold, depressing movie. Yeah, and it doesn't just, feel warm. They just couldn't fucking. And yet breathe. they were burning. <laughs> they were literally cooking these little people in these suits. You think that's bad? This is a quote that uh, Rod Amatel said. We've got dwarves. There's plenty of them. We've got dwarves and we put heads on them and found out how long they could survive in there without breathing. And it turned out to be about five or seven minutes. So you had to rehearse everything without the heads on. Fucked up. Put the heads on. Have a paramedic with a stopwatch. No way. Uh, (laughs) Little sons of bitches go in there and you say action and you shoot until they can't breathe. That's a quote I found from the director of this movie. <laughs> that will haunt me for the rest of my day. You shoot until they can't breathe. That's horrible. That's life. That's like, it's not worth it. Yeah, Just don't be in the garbage car. If it's like literally life or death. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Like, I imagine that. Jo- again, the amount of people to be okay with that. Yeah. Like, again, we talk about Twilight Known. Twilight Known is a tragic story. What mm-hmm. happened? But you see the kind of conditions yeah. that were acceptable mm. in movies. Like literally this, which is basically, it's like that fucking machine in Deadpool that keeps them on the cusp, like on the brink of death constantly. Yeah. It like, it sucks all the oxygen out and <laughs> yeah. then just gives them enough to not die. Yeah. And it keeps doing that over and over again. That's what it must have felt like to shoot. Yeah, God. It's like the guy yeah. who sat there with a stopwatch. Yeah, I mean, counting down. That's horrifying. Insane. That's almost what it's like to watch this movie. Yeah, like I went through (laughs) the list of all the the people who played these garbage belt kids. They are professional, like little people actors who have been in like all the big fucking films that needed little people. And like, did any die? No. Any die? (laughs) No. Okay, there good, was rumors good. that like Checking. some like one of them had left at one point. Oh, like a winter of thing. Just couldn't be bothered. Like fuck this. But no, they were all professionals, yeah. man. And like it's just crazy. Like they had to deal deal with that. You can't treat them yeah. like that. You can't um, treat your actors like that. And even like the way it was worded, it was just like the little sons of bitches go in there and you say action and you shoot until they can't breathe. That just shows he doesn't give a fuck about like them and do- views them as lesser Their because well-being. they're like little people. It's, it's like, like, fuck off. It's like that Wolf of Wall Street thing, you know? It's like, well, you know, you can't look at them right in the eye. They're wired get crossed. Yeah. And, you know, they're top heavy. They're built like a lawn type. It's so hard. It's like, if we don't treat them like people, then we're not liable for anything. Yeah. It's so horrible. That ah. fucked up way of thinking. Yeah, I don't. I, I hated that horrible. scene in Wolf of Wall Street. Like, and, yeah, um, yeah. But they, it was accurate. Yeah, the actors in the suits couldn't see either. Like, you know, they couldn't breathe. They couldn't see. Uh, they would often miss their marks. They would bump into things. They couldn't hear very well either, <laughs> as there were gears and machines grinding away inside of those heads. And uh, <laughs> they they would also have to scream their lines out to Mackenzie Aston and Anthony Newley or any other people just I so they can hear them. I have to fight. I can't breathe. <laughs> Let me out of oh, here. Oh, that nature. Uh, yeah. yeah, and many times Rod Amato had to scream cut several times during shooting because they just couldn't hear and they were still acting <laughs> because it was so hot. The radio components like started to malfunction inside of their, their helmets. Very much like, um, 
when we were reviewing uh teenage mutant ninja turtles the first one like they had it mm-hmm. so hot all the fucking suits were malfunctioning due to the film like the just the nature of it being this low budget film only one head for each member of the garbage pail kids was made so if something got damaged they had shut down the whole production Early on, an effects make another one. <laughs> or early on, an effects artist had used acrylic paint when painting the heads instead of this special paint mm-hmm. that was supposed to use. They were he was supposed to use because it had this like flexible medium in it, and it was supposed to help like yeah, with the yeah. moving components of the head. So yeah, he painted with acrylic paint, and as soon as the mouse opened, it ripped. <laughs> and then they had to like stop <laughs> production, go and touch them all up. And then, like, you can still sort of see, apparently, like, uh, something that looks sort of like scarring around the mouse because of this, which probably adds to how Which makes it more disturbing. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They all have, like, fucking Joker smiles on them. Yeah, that's the way he described it. He said that's what it looked like when they ripped open. (laughs) No no wonder they move like stock puppets, you know? This is horrible. Uh, The music was done by Michael Lloyd, who was... Best known as being like the music supervisor of the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. So you said that you kind of liked the music in the film or was not the I, worst yeah, part. I think like the original score. The only thing, the only thing I liked about this movie yeah. was the music. Not the song. <laughs> not deal with them singing. But the score, it was pure 80s, like cheap fucking new ways I like that sound I like I like synths and I like you know fucking uh, echoey guitars and shit I I like it it was cool and I I did like it as well but it did sound like a big rip off of Axel F um, by Harold Faltermeyer (laughs) the main theme from Beverly Hills Cop it sounded (laughs) It sounded so fucking similar. It was like WCW. It did, yeah. Maybe that's why I liked uh, it. Ripped that off. And made, yeah. But if you're going to rip it off, I've wow, already said came, before. We came full circle, full circle on that conversation, didn't we? <laughs> if you're going to rip it off, rip off one of the best songs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they do, weren't they like, they did like a come as you are version for like the DDP or something? Yeah. Who was uh, that for? No, it was Raven. Raven. Uh, Raven, DDP had uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit rip-off. <laughs> just the chords have been swapped. Yeah. Instead of... It was like... Dun, dun. <laughs> um, can't do. Yeah. And of course, I didn't even bother looking it up who wrote them, but yeah, you had the horrible songs working with each other and you can be a garbage pal kid. Again, very coming out of their shelf tour. Yeah, you can be a garbage bell kid. Did have a fire fucking riff. I was singing it at the beginning. This it's a horrible, horrible lyrics and hor- like horrible singing, but very cool riff. But working with each other is just like what the fuck. I don't even know. I don't even care. <laughs> Moving on. Why is it in it again? <laughs> it would like it's like is this the movie we're making? No, we're not. We just have this one thing. Yeah, the kids where they break out into song. Like every time you do that, it's bad. Don't do it. Kids who like Ninja Turtles don't want to see Ninja Turtles sing. Kids who like Garbage Pail Kids do not want to see the Garbage Pail Kids sing. So don't do it. We want to see them fart and puke and do not gross things, and they barely do that. 
Yeah. I'm if I'm a little kid, I'm gonna go see someone I don't have respect for sing, like the Country Bears, because I went out of my way to go see that because it looked funny. <laughs> and I was it right. Was, it was great. And you know what? It went funny. <laughs> <laughs> the Garbage Pail Kids was released in August of 1987 in only 374 theaters because as soon as it was about to come out, parents were getting really upset again, and uh, yeah, it didn't get quite. Literally not worth getting upset about. Yeah, seriously. Fucking like <laughs> nothing jam, happened. Jam your hype. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing happened. Yeah, this movie it will never hurt a child. Yeah, if anything, it teaches a child not to like uh, worry about looks and uh, that you know uh, ugliness is no, it- on the outside sometimes, uh, or sorry, on the inside sometimes. I don't know. Fuck, who gives a shit? It, uh, it, it, bombed. it doesn't even do that well. <laughs> I'm trying, Phil. I'm trying. It bombed at the box office, grossing only $1.5 million on a $1 million budget. So where did that $1 it million didn't even have go? to make much. Where did that $1 yeah. million dollars go? Where did it go? Because, I mean, I don't know. It was probably kind of expensive, those goddamn heads. But at the same time, how much money did Rod Amatow make? How much money did Atlantic Releasing make? I don't know. Yeah. How much money did Tops make? Like, where did they probably had a big deal? Yeah, yeah. just to lighten the characters and shit. Where did all this go? And they only grossed one point five. That fashion show looked expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like Blind Date. You know, it was like one wall and like a podium, and like yeah. that was it. And they just used the whole space of just one giant pink floor, <laughs> and they shot everything in every yeah. in a different corner. I think they? that's how that studio Tony. was. It was just like everything was there in that one warehouse. <laughs> it it looked so cheap. It looked yeah. like they're filming in the back lot. It looked like yeah. they're using like old sets for every fucking thing. It's an old antique shop, and yeah, it's a fucking. Yeah, the fashion show, <laughs> a park. And it, oh, God damn it. All right, the film received pretty abysmal reviews as well. It only, well, I mean, it currently holds a... Uh, God damn, right. <laughs> it currently holds a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, making it one of the worst review films that of all time. That made me feel good. And it's one of the worst review <laughs> films by quantity and quality. Uh, it got zero... <laughs> Zero good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. No good reviews. But it also got very few reviews, which means people didn't give a fuck about it at, at the time to even <laughs> review it. Critics dislike the film's crude humor, rude humor, acting, puppetry, inappropriate moments, the creepy appearance of the Garbage Pail Kids, nonsensical plot, the hypocritical message. Juan Carlos Coto, writing for the News Sun Sentinel, called the movie one of the worst ever made. Karen James in the New York Times called the film too repulsive for children's or adults of any age. I mean, was it though? It wasn't even that bad. Like, it wasn't even that hardcore. They could have been grosser. I wanted to see one of those motherfuckers it's not, explode. That's not the problem. <laughs> yeah. That one puking scene, and honestly, yeah. it's the highlight of the movie. Yeah. Because it's what I imagined the Garbage Pail Kids movie to look like. Yeah. Not them making clothes and singing songs. Yeah, I mean... Like, I don't know why that was the choice. They went to the well a little to too many times with the movie. fart, like, in the snot. We could have had way more vomit. Um, when in doubt, fart it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 no, it doesn't go far enough. It's too safe. It, it, no, it just ends up being bad, dumb, boring, 
Like literally that this movie had nothing to offer. <laughs> There's nothing redeemable about it. It's unfunny. It's ugly, like inside and out. It's just bad. It's just bad, bad, not good. It's, and like props on those critics right away knew this is one of the worst movies they've ever made. Yeah. Like right away, usually it takes a few years to figure that out. Yeah. But right away they knew. <laughs> you know who else knew? The Razzie Awards. It was nominated for three Razzie Awards, including <laughs> Worst News Star for the Garbage Pell Kids, Worst Original Song for You Can Be a Garbage Pell Kid, and Worst Visual Effects for John Carl Buchler. Sorry, John, you should have made him a fucking serial killer, Garbage Pell Kid. You would have killed it. Imagine a Chucky version of a Garbage Pell Kid. Yeah. I mean, that is exactly what totally Chucky work. is. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, <laughs> my buddy or whatever, instead of uh, gar- uh, Cabbage Patch Kids. Uh, despite the financial yeah. failure and the bad reviews, works for a sequel were actually quickly underway after the film. A script had been written and it was sent to Amital to critique. We he made wanna... 500 grand. <laughs> yeah. We need to do it. <laughs> he didn't want to do it, but he like was sent this script. But due to financial issues with Atlantic releasing, it would close its doors and the sequel was canned. <laughs> Good. Could you could you imagine just being in that room when the director gets the script? You know, he's like chilling in his office and he's like, you know, whatever, like, you know, just hanging out with his family. Yeah. And it comes in the mail and Garbage Pail Kid, the movie too. And he's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> You want to do that again? Again with this shit? Did that? Did that? <laughs> again with this shit? Like that didn't? Like, am I remembering it wrong? It didn't do well, right? Like, it was bad. It was bad, right? Why? Why am I stuck making garbage pill kids movies? <laughs> I just love to see his reaction. He'd be like, "No fucking way!" No. Hey, honey, come here. Don't, don't little son the bitches want me to make another one. <laughs> the man, he didn't give a shit at all. Uh, <laughs> God, Uh, but hey, that's not the end. We we thought it was over. Back in 2012, former Disney CEO Michael Eisner, his uh, (sighs) Ternante company, who actually is is known for funding BoJack Horseman, um, had plans to produce a reboot of the film after they purchased (laughs) Topps Trading Card Company in 2007, but. Thank God. Oh my God. Thank God plans were canceled in 2013 after a negative reception from yeah, the good. inner circle. I don't know. I mean, it's do they a still bad make, idea. Do they, do, they, do they still make garbage pill kids cards? They brought them back a few times. I don't think they're currently making them. They're not currently in production, but I think they did bring them back like in the 2000s at some point as a sort of yeah, remnants and sort of thing. Who would know. give a shit? Who would fucking give a shit with the Garbage Bell Kid movie, man? Like, that yeah. wouldn't be for literally no one. Don't endust it. To be honest, you know, hey, final thoughts, closing thoughts on this. Uh, I, I have already said it. I, I, it was kind of funny to watch. Um, I think it is something you can have a good time with your friends if you're drinking and uh, having a laugh <laughs> at a bad movie. And that's kind of what this is now. It's just a dumbass cult film. It, this is not a cult film. It is, dude. People love it. People love the Garbage Pail Kids. People don't they love it. Nobody loves it. to watch film. it and laugh with their friends. And it's better than The Room, uh, dude. If if we're going to have to sit through the goddamn room and nope. think that that's fun, like over and over and over again, then we're going to have to get get used to the fact that some people want to sit through this goddamn film. 
<laughs> All right. What does the room hell. offer? I guess it's like nothing. The room is funny. It's not. The room is funny. It's not funny though. Yeah, we but we can't answer. But dude, we can't answer that question. We've seen it a hundred fucking times. But the first time you watch the room, shit's funny, man. It's like it's it, you know it's, it's a funny because it's not funny of movies. In general. <laughs> yeah, but that's every bad movie. Yeah, and that's what this isn't is. funny. It's it's funny because it's not funny. It's funny because like like when. The main kid Dodgers fighting the bully Juice at the end of the film. You can clearly see Oof. they were stunt doubles, and it's very funny how poorly they did it. It's like it's funny how yeah. poorly this film was made. It, that's where it's funny. It's funny when you can see like characters' arms and necks. They, and, they got away with it. <laughs> it's funny when you can it clearly went, it went, it went see. To theaters. It's clearly you can clearly <laughs> see alligator stumbling around like when he's supposed to be walking. <laughs> away from another character because he can't fucking see and these poor little people and these the whole movie is that is the garbage bell kids just turning wildly back and forth (laughs) and stumbling around because they can't fucking see out of the head like the head so god damn that it's funny (laughs) i guess I guess. But did I enjoy it? No, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck the garbage Falcon. Will I wish I could internal sunshine it out of my head. Will Will I, Will, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, this bullshit. I hope episode. you're happy. Um, and all you other listeners out there, god damn. If you come at us with something good sometime, please. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash at the relief. Someone, please. Something good. Please. 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 Just one. Please. One. Please. <laughs> Anyone out there? Where's our Robocop? Like, that was fun. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. All right. I uh, mean, I've, I've better than. Myself. Better than Avatar, right? Yeah, better than Avatar. Dude, I oh, I shouldn't even have said that because someone's going to be like, hey, watch Avatar. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, fuck, I don't have three hours Have you read the book? Time. There's a book? Read the book first. There's a book? No. Oh, God. No. <laughs> oh, God. It'll make so much more sense when you read the book, honey. Come on. <laughs> no. no, it's just that it's just that Parks and Rec book where Andy Samberg is like, have you seen Avatar? I wanted to read the book first, but then I realized there wasn't a book. <laughs> there wasn't an Avatar book. Anyway, I watched Avatar, and it totally lived up to the hype. Oh, man. All this right. did not. This was, uh, I, I did not like this, in case that wasn't clear. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. Please, please, someone give us something. All right. We're oh, not going to end on this ungratefulness. Uh, thank you so much, Will like truthfully thank you thank you for the money it's uh <laughs> very very awesome that you're listening to our our podcast and that anyone's willing to pay us extra money to um yeah. to do these horrible episodes even if it makes us feel a little bit dirty afterwards like we're whores and um we are um but Whore. to all you listeners <laughs> out there as well who support us on patreon thanks so much and if this does see the light of day into the main timeline if we decide to let this garbage pellet kid out of its can, hey, head over to patreon.com forward slash the PCC podcast. Support us. $5 or more a month gets you episodes like this. Or you can uh, 
give us something better to talk about. Become a good bagel boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As always, you can find me at Tall for All, T A L, the number four A L on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, the podcast is at the PCC Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can email us at podcast at princecharlescinema.com. Phil is uh, far away sad. He's uh, in all the usual places. Dogs I met. Can find me. Can find me in a garbage can, hurling towards space. Cause that's where the garbage girl kids are from. I'm still not convinced. Obviously, <laughs> goddamn it. <laughs>